It's the Retirement Domination Life After Work podcast with Tom Jacobs and Michelle McCormick. Welcome to the podcast. Make sure you subscribe, send a comment, let us know. Love, okay, just the love. We really only want the love. Love, baby. I could take a. <laughs> I could take. I'm ready. I'm looking for a fight. Maybe no, not so much. Uh, Tom Jacobs, Patrick Plaskowski, Plaz, Plaz is here. (laughs) Uh, Patrick is the president of the Boys and Girls Club of Grand Rapids, and that organization has been around for a minute. Yeah, Uh, 84 years. Wow. Tell us about it. And how it's evolved. Like, because I, as a kid, we always heard they did Boys and Girls Club TV commercials. Mm -hmm. But it's evolved to, there's some really great uh, facilities now here in Mm -hmm. Grand Rapids. But tell us about it. Yeah. Tell tell us what you do. Yeah. Yeah. That's Boys and Girls Club. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. So I haven't been there all 84 years. Yeah. Uh, I've (laughs) I've just been there for five years. Uh, But uh, so the Boys and Girls Club's Grand Rapids uh, Youth Commonwealth. That's still on there too. We originally started as the Grand Rapids Youth Commonwealth. We were uh, an organization founded uh, by Chief O'Malley, or actually Superintendent O'Malley, uh, with the GRPD in 1939. Oh, boy. Um, and the, the intent back then was to uh, give kids, uh, back then it was just boys, but uh, a safe place to be after school, stay out of trouble, play some basketball, and uh, hang out with some police officers. So uh, a lot like police athletic leagues, there's one over in Detroit and all that kind of thing. So for years, we were just a program of the Grand Rapids Police Department and the city. So in 2007, we became part of the Boys and Girls Club of America, but all through it, we've been doing the same thing. We, of course, now we have boys and girls, um, and we are a place uh, where kids can be after school. Um, between the time that they get off of school and their parents or their or their relatives are able to come pick them up, uh, it's a safe place for them to be. Yeah, It's a place of belonging and inclusion that's really important for us, that all these kids feel you know, welcome, they, they make new friends at the club, that they're different from the school friends, that they get to uh, develop really positive relationships relationships with mentors and, and adults. Um, they do some homework. They, they get fed every night. They get a hot dinner. And then they get to do all kinds of fun, different activities. Some of it's disguised learning. You know, it's just fun stuff, but science projects, STEM, things like that. And some of it's just plain fun. Um, because there's a whole lot of value uh, for kids just to be able to play sports, play games, and just have that time. Be uh, kids. Be kids. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because, you know, there's a lot of pressures for kids these days, you know, mm-hmm. school, of course, um, and, and, and all kinds of other things, social media, everything else that we're all talking oh, about. Yeah. And so uh, our place is, is just a place where kids can be with other kids, kids can be with these consistent adults that are there every day, get to know them, get to know their siblings, get to know their families. Is there any charge for the kids that come there? Uh, there is well, so we have a nominal fee of five dollars per child per year for the membership. So repeat, repeat that. Yeah, five dollars a year per child. So per year, per year. Per year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, we we don't it's want amazing. there to be any barriers, you know. So we're really there to serve all the kids of Grand Rapids, and so we don't want money to be a barrier to, to providing the, the you know these services to these kids and these families. And you know, in a lot of cases, uh, you know, the parents of uh, the kids are so grateful that we're there because it's it's you know there's not a lot of options out there for child care. It could be really, really hard. And so rather than have these kids go home to an empty house, latchkey kids, you know, like, yeah. like a lot of my well, f- if, friends. If, were. if it's five bucks per kid per year, 
How do we support you? Well, yeah. So we do. We have a lot of work to do every year to to, to drum up support. Of course, we get we get great support from a lot of the, the the family foundations and corporate foundations in town. A lot of great support. We get some support from the city through the GRPD. We still have a very strong relationship with them. Chief Winstrom, who was on the the podcast, I understand recently, a weeks ago, of course, is on our board. Um, and and so and then we just get lots of support from thousands of people and businesses. Givers. And so. It's so I can give you 500 bucks today, and that'll take care of 100 kids for a year? Heck yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'm in. That absolutely. Makes, that makes me cry. <laughs> this, is why I love, this is why I love doing this. Because, Tom, if you see these kids, the, the, the way that the one kid who was the, um, the kid of the year. Oh, yeah, youth of the year. Youth of the year. He um, had a kind of a, he talks about he had a hopeless childhood. He really did. He said a... Not the best home life, not the best parental support, but the one place that was consistent was the Boys and Girls Club. And that, he just um, really flourished there. It's an amazing, the kid wrote a speech, he does the speech, he he, um, speaks all over and helps other kids, and it is amazing the stuff that this organization does. Yeah, that's why we're there. And and that's why it's important, you know... uh, the way that we work, we, we we do have a lot of volunteers. We love volunteers. We get yeah. a lot of volunteers coming in all the time. And anybody out there listening, uh, you know, we always would love to get help with volunteers. Um, but we also make sure that it's really important we have a lot of paid staff because consistency for these kids. A lot of the kids yep. um, have adults that are in and out of their life, maybe, you know, they got substitute teachers at school that kind of come in and out. And so, you know, being that consistent adult positive relationship is really, really, really important. And our staff get to know these kids, get to know their families and get to know a little bit about them at school. They'll go to the school during the day and see the kids in their school environment, too, so they can get an understanding of, you know, what kind of supports these kids need. Because sometimes a kid just needs like a little bit of a nudge. Right. And we all had that growing up. We all had that one, teacher, name that one coach. Teacher. Yeah. Mrs. That, Batiste. For yep. me. Yeah. And so so that's that's what we're trying to do at the Boys and Girls Club, too. Um, Tom built this business with uh, an open hand, a serving hand. A, it was a need. It's not about making money. It's not about It's about helping something. He had an issue with his parents. Your uh, His parents retired, and they lost their money. They lost oh, a lot no. of their money in, in 08, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Oh. And so he found a need. And so, uh, so he, he hired all these people who are just like... I, I want to call them their servants. And that's kind of why this business does so well, because he found a need. And when you retire well and you have the money you need and you're comfortable, now y- you have time to want to help people. And that's why we brought you in here. First of all, I knew you guys would hit it off, A. And B, we people who are retired, they want to maybe find something to do with some extra money or something to do with extra time. Yeah. And and it's about there's a need in the community for this. And I know that you guys, I mean, I watch the Boys and Girls Club. I, I go to the fundraisers and see there's a need 100 percent, 100 percent, and and yeah and we love having volunteers in um with some life experience it's it's yeah. really it's yeah. really great because you know in a lot of cases we'll hire new staff and they'll be part-time staff and there's students that are pursuing a teaching degree or a criminal justice degree and they're great but they're 22 and we really appreciate honestly having um some volunteers in and staff when we can find them yeah. who've got some life experience maybe have raised some kids themselves maybe a little gray hair a little gray a little hair gray beard no. <laughs> but who aren't entrepreneurial that's the other thing you got some kids who have yeah. uh i 
heard this girl give a speech at one of the fundraisers and she wants to start her own business. She didn't really know how. Yeah. And she met somebody at the Boys and Girls Club who volunteered. Yeah. And that's how she thought, oh, I'm going to start a business. Yeah. Is it mostly inner city? Yeah. Yeah. So we have, we have three locations in the city. We have three facilities, uh, one on the northwest side, the Style Center, uh, named after Glenn Style, uh, and then two on the southeast side, so the Paul I. Phillips Center, which is on uh, Madison, just off of Franklin, um, and then one a little further south, uh, the Seedman Center, which is uh, off of Crofton, kind of mm-hmm. the Boston Square, Garfield Park neighborhood down there. So yeah, they're all neighborhoods where you know there are a lot of kids who who, who need our, our support and our services, and um, and and like I said, it, it it that volunteer, that person, you know, we all have that person, and so um, we love to provide that opportunity for volunteers, and and you can you know it again, it's sometimes it can just be a very small thing that can make a difference in a kid's life. We all know this, like a little bit of a nudge or a trajectory change at the right age can really make a big, big difference um, yeah, in the rest no. of their life. You don't have to walk in and drop knowledge, but sometimes just reading a kid a book. Absolutely. Like that's the other thing. Yeah. Just sitting reading a kid a book. Oh, and yeah. What are the ages at the Boys and Girls Club? Yeah, good question. So we have uh, ages, kids ages 6 to 18. So, uh, so kids from first grade through 12th grade. The majority of the kids we see are going to be in that elementary to, through middle school. As they get into high school, we still have them, but they'll go off and they'll play some sports for part of the season. Then they'll come back and then yeah. in and out. But we have a lot of kids. And, and the great thing about coming to the clubs, um, if you do get to volunteers, you walk in that door and those six to eight, nine-year-olds, they all will instantly be your best friend because they love to see uh. a new face. And so they will. They'll, they'll take you by the hand. They'll be like, and so if you want to come in and read a book to a, a, a seven-year-old, there's a whole bunch of them that would love to do that yeah. and just spend time with you. And it's not just the need for the volunteering with the kids. It's also when we talk about the money, the need for the money. Um, it, there's a facility right now that you just got. I want. I'm going to say it incorrectly. A mm-hmm. grant? Did you get a grant mm-hmm. to build? Mm-hmm. Is it the seed? The one that the we're building? The Seedman Center. Yep. There. It's a s- small building, and it. There's a need to build it up for these kids to make it comfortable. It's kind of just a cement bunker right now. <laughs> and talk about that a little bit. How do you yeah. get? funding for that and yeah. what's happening with that here so in Grand Rapids? Yeah, the Seedman Center uh, has been there since the 50s. Um, so it's got deep deep roots in that neighborhood. Um, I still meet people that are 60, 70 years old that'll talk about boxing there in the, really? in the 60s. and <laughs> Absolutely playing basketball there. Um, and so it's got real deep roots in that community going back to the 50s. But the building kind of looks like it was built in the 50s. Yeah, it's an old... It's, it's got the cinder block kind yeah. of institutional look. And uh, and it's, it's great. We love that building. We just want to add a little bit more room so we can uh, accommodate more kids and so we can do it in a, in a, in a more comfortable fashion for all those kids. Um, we're, we're trying to create some spaces you know, again, mental health, and we've talked a lot of talk about kids post-pandemic and then social media and everything else. You know, a lot of kids are going through a lot of mental health struggles, a lot of issues. Yeah. And so we're trying to provide some space within the clubs. We have social workers now that, that are there for the kids so that when they're having a tough time or a tough week or a tough year, um, when they come to the club, there's a place maybe where that's a little quieter. The clubs can be pretty chaotic. There's, a, you know, a lot of basketball, a lot of other games, a lot of hockey, uh, you know, uh, pool, foosball, all that stuff and so it can be a little chaotic at times and so we're creating spaces where the cool down corners where kids can go and um, kind of hang out with a social worker maybe kind of work through some of that stuff so we're creating we're trying to create more spaces that are available like that um, beyond the gym beyond the games room beyond the the, the learning center where the homework is, ha- is happening so we're re- renovating that building hopefully starting next year yeah and we got uh, uh, an appropriation uh, uh, through HUD through Debbie Stabenow's office so that'll be a big 
big help, and we're getting a little bit, a bit, a bit of money from the state as well. And then we're going to be launching a private fundraising campaign for that as well, um, looking at raising about three, four million dollars for that. Let me hit you with this yeah. concept. Um, there's something called generational skipping, and yeah. what I see is, um, you know, a lot of kids, specifically that are part of your organization mentors oftentimes aren't the parents the next mm. generation it's the grandparents yeah. you know and, and my clients are of the grandparents generation where you know they they have the time and money per Michelle's point and what a great way for those folks that are empty nesters that may be lonely that have the time what a great way to give back and make some friends with some little buddies Absolutely. and and way to pour in there and I'm not sure who would be more fulfilled, the, the kid or the, or the sure. grandparent. You know? There's a lot of value in that. And there's been a lot of a lot more attention being paid to that lately, to the value of like the multi-generational kind of crossover. Because it used to be a thing, you know, not, not as much in my generation, but, you know, my, my grandparents' generation. I'm 54 uh, in a couple weeks. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. happy December birthday. 10th. Yeah, happy birthday oh, yeah. yourself. Oh, Sagittarius. <laughs> Sagittarius, I knew. <laughs> um, but, but, you know, where you used to have a lot more of that, grandparents, even living with, uh, you know, multiple generations. And there's a whole lot of value that goes both ways, both for the kids and the grandparents. So I'm a fisherman, and one of the oh. big things that, that we always teach is um, we need to give kids more tackle boxes instead of Xboxes. Yeah. Think Ooh. about let that one seep in for Let's, a second. Ooh. Take take a kid fishing. Boom. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Same same concept with you. I mean. Uh, you know, turn off the TV and go spend time with somebody. Well, you've mentioned it a couple times too, uh, Patrick. You you said social media. We did not have that pressure going no, up, you guys. Right. Yeah. I heard an interview with a group of young girls. There were twelve, and they said, "What is the pressure on Instagram when you for you to get likes?" And one girl said, "If I don't get a like from my friends in ten minutes." 10 minutes I'm depressed like yeah. it's depressing yeah. that is another pressure that it, like listen the internet's great I mean for yeah. kids but it's also so scary absolutely this is a place where they can plug in correctly and unplug That's I mean right. That's right. And, and and those are such important life skills, like going fishing, you know? Oh, I mean, yeah. you might think of that as like, oh, it's just a thing, and you'd, you'd learn how to use it. But those are all really important life skills, especially for the younger ones. You're seven, eight, you know, putting a bait on a hook and doing a thing and just those kinds of skills. Just the social, the, the outdoors, the nature, the... Yeah, the conversations that that just come up naturally that maybe wouldn't happen in a other setting. When you grow up in a city, there are kids in Grand Rapids who've never been out on Lake Michigan that's either, right, or yeah. to Lake Michigan. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing. And that's why we, you know, the other we we have Camp O'Malley as well. I this mentioned is, the three facilities in town, yeah. but we can't forget Camp O'Malley where everything started. And uh, so we have we still have Camp O'Malley out on the Thornapple River, out uh, yeah. right by the township of Alaska out there. Yeah, and we take our kids out there, and it. It blows their minds. Sometimes they don't like the bugs and the nature, but <laughs> it's really good for them. And and for a lot of them, it does. It really opens up their minds. Like, and that's such I? a cool setting. I mean, it's it's close to everything, but you yeah. wouldn't even know it's there. That's right. Unless that's you knew these, exactly where that's it is. these kids. These kids are like they've never been in the woods. They've never yeah, been a lot yeah. of them. Yeah. And for them, it's like deer amazing. running by. I yeah. mean, yeah, it's pretty. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's amazing. We have deer that we train. Cue the deer running by. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to out there. Yeah. But it is an amazing opportunity if you are looking in. With Tom talks about retiring well and comfortable, and that's all good and fine, and that's great. But there does come a time when you sit there and you go, okay. 
what what else can I do? Well, I have the time. There's a lot to be said for fulfillment. Yes. Um, and one of the ways that our clients get that fulfillment and joy is giving back. And this is just a, another way to give back locally in our community and maybe move the needle for for the future of our city. That's right. And and, and like I said, it's not it's it's not rocket science. You know, it's something that we all know intuitively, but um, it's good to be reminded of. And the the thing about coming down to the clubs and 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 spending time with the kids is, is there's also there's value in all the other things. There's value in reading. There's value in doing activities. There's value though in just for the kids in just being in recognized. You know, like yeah. getting down on their level for a second Amen. and engaging with them, and that alone. Amen. You can come in and do that for 15 minutes and you've actually made a difference with a kid for that day at least and maybe longer and you can feel it and that's the, that's where the fulfillment comes in because you can feel that that's exactly right yeah that's exactly right so how patrick and we'll put all the links above and below and everything but how does one uh attempt to be a volunteer how do we get a hold of you the boys and girls club Grant? so go to the website as always uh we'll put a link. bgc so boys and girls club bgc grand rapids.org um and on that uh, on that site, you'll find our volunteer link, and we have a volunteer coordinator, Zoe Willoughby, who's very sweet, and she'll be happy to help you. Um, everyone does have to go through a background check, just part of our regular protocols. Well, sure, we're, we're done. Done. <laughs> Jacobs and McCormick are out, but you know, there's still hope for others. That's right. <laughs> if you've retired well and you've not been in trouble in your life, now. that's right. Um, but it's a real easy process, pretty painless, and uh, yeah. and yeah, we can get you started um, volunteering at the clubs. And we use we can use all kinds of volunteers. Um, you know, whether it's just reading with a kid, playing basketball with a kid but we also you know just have lots of projects around if you're handy boy you can go pick up a hammer give We're us out. a lot of help <laughs> what about if a guy just wants to write a check oh absolutely we love that too yeah and that's also very easy um and so <laughs> it's always, i can't really hammer I, a nail but i can use a pen yeah and and i gotta say like every dollar goes right to what we do and it's really important because yeah every year we we have about two million dollars that we raise every year um to make it go and tax it's, deductible donation absolutely absolutely yeah yeah, and uh, it goes direct to the cause. It, uh, you know, helps uh, support those meals that we give to the kids every day, those snacks and and uh, all the activities that we do. The field trips, we take field trips. We do go to Lake Michigan. We oh, yeah. go to the Thornab. Obviously, we go to the Meyer Gardens and all those kinds of things. And those are all great experiences. We visit GVSU and, and Aquinas. And, and so all, all your support can go directly to that. So $5 a year per kid. And, and even if they can't pay it, they'll still let you. You know what I mean? There are still people who go, right. I can't. I mean, you're not Absolutely. Gonna. Absolutely. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm thinking all my clients that have to take money out of their retirement accounts, required minimum distributions. Seventy and a half. They can direct those required minimum distributions directly to the Boys and Girls Clubs. Our clients don't have to pay tax on that money. Um, That's right. Wow. We can IRA figure out some cool strategies. Yeah. I yeah. like it. I like it. Those are I great, great gifts to give. Yeah. Uh, Patrick, thanks so much. And thanks so much for being here. This is your fifth year, sixth year. Yeah. Fifth going into sixth. Fifth yeah. year. Yeah. All yeah. right. Well, good. I love, I, I love spending time with you. I, again, if you have free time at the Boys and Girls Club of Grand Rapids, leave a comment. Uh, we'd love you to subscribe to the podcast. And if you want any more details, we have a link above. Thanks, fellas. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for coming in. Yeah, thank you both. Subscribe to the Retirement Domination Life After Work podcast and leave a review. We'd love to hear from you. Jacobs Financial Services offers insurance and annuity products. All guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing company. We do not provide investment tax or legal advice and are not affiliated with any government agency.